Joining me right now is Sam. How you doing, Sam? Uh, first time you're joining me on the show. Um, I seen you make your debut a couple weeks ago, and that's the reason why I reached out. And uh, thank you for coming on. No worries. It's very nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Like the event um, was really small. I was surprised that you saw it. Oh really? Oh no. I know. Um, I know Will. Oh. Uh. So Will, I've known him for many years. Actually, Will was the first person I've. I ever interviewed. I've known Will from many years ago. So yeah. So Will, I follow him all the time. Whatever he's doing, I'm checking it out. So uh, that's how I kind of ran, you know, came across what you were doing. Um, now let's start from the beginning. You know, you're born in Singapore, raised in Singapore, right? But where did you start with the boxing, though? So in Singapore, I came from a really traditional family where we had to go to school. So I went to school. I played tennis. And I remember wanting to do martial arts when I was young, but I was never allowed because I was a girl. So <laughs> that was always at the back of my mind till like so I'm 27 this year. Uh, started around 23. Um, I actually started with Muay Thai, and a, a few months into training, I fractured my spine. So that was the first injury, and then there was a meniscus tear in my knee which required an operation and that's how I moved to boxing basically <laughs> okay let's let's rewind back to the the fractured spine how did that happen mm, probably from overtraining because oh. I've um, like the first time I tried martial arts it was like the best thing that ever happened to me you know it changed my whole life and it gave me like I guess a purpose that I never felt that I had before so I just kept training and training and um, all the years of partying kind of made my body a wreck. So I guess when I started feeling pain in my back, I just continued to train and it got worse and worse until one day I couldn't sit up anymore and I was like, all right, I need to get this checked out. <laughs> so uh, I did an MRI. The doctor said that I had a, like, I fractured the lock in my spine, very close to my hip, so it's like L4, mm. and he made me wear a brace for six months and told me that I would never be able to do martial arts ever again, so that was pretty sad, <laughs> yeah, and, and after that, I got a very stubborn person, so I was like, no, like, this is the first thing that I love in my life, I'm gonna do it, Singapore. And I went over there with a spine fracture that I didn't tell anyone. Did the intro class, joined the gym, and trained in pain until um, my knee started to hurt um, from, like, I guess, overrunning. And then the pain wouldn't go away. I took another scan and they were like, well, you have to go for an operation. So did that, went back to the gym and the cast a week and a half later or something really angry because i wanted to train so bad and that's when i met my first trainer who's thai um his name is yotsenan and he was like he looked at my leg and he was like well since you're not gonna be able to kick like um i'm gonna teach you how to punch and then that's when i made my transition more or less going through two major injuries right and you said you come from a traditional you know family which i know what exactly what you mean 
you know, and, and they don't expect you to become a, a Muay Thai specialist or a boxer or any kind of martial artist at all, right? What were they saying to you the whole time? They're probably not really enjoying it, right? Well, it took them a long time. It took my parents a long time to come to terms with um, what I'm currently doing. So at the beginning, there was like, I guess, a lot of arguments and them not being able to understand because I went through the traditional education route and I like had the opportunity to, you know, have a bright future doing um, whatever it is that I was studying. And then I decided to put it all aside to do this. And so they were really mad, to be honest. And they didn't watch me fight for a long, long time um, till like two years later or something. So, yeah, but now, now they're, they're pretty accepting. Um, I think martial arts has changed my life in many ways outside of the gym as well. And they can see that change. So I think that makes them more receptive to what I'm doing and why I do it. So how long did it take you for you to get uh, your first amateur fight? <laughs> Two months. <laughs> Two months. I, so I, <laughs> so I, I switched to boxing and evolve and um there we have in-house fights and those are to join the the fight team so like i trained very stubbornly without within like pain for about two months and then the tryouts came out and i was like, all right i want to do this like i want to go for the tryouts like i don't care if my my knee is not working right like um i don't have to run i'm just gonna punch the bag real hard and get ready for that and so that was my first uh amateur boxing experience and there weren't any girls so my first fight was against a boy uh to be honest i don't think i knew what i was getting myself into back then i was just like no i want to fight give me a boy and so they approved it and then they gave me a guy like taller than me and a little bit lighter than me never been hit so hard in my life mm. it was fantastic i didn't know what i was doing at all and that was my first fight yeah and you're so, more addicted um, you know it took a while like i i before martial arts i didn't really have any uh confidence like there was always a lot of um pressure and stress mm. to to be successful at whatever I did so be it studies or or um, sports I also have, have a degree in fine art so I can draw pretty well and so it was always it was always about that you know and um, when I faced obstacles I used to always give up I used to always um, not want to do it anymore and I couldn't take the fact that I was not good enough at something you know so martial arts is the first thing that i told myself like oh no matter how difficult it is no matter how um how many obstacles i face like i will never give up like i will see it through till the end and ironically it was when i started martial arts that i faced the biggest challenges of my life mm -hmm. so i've come a long way i think in this short time i'm hoping to go far yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, with your amateur career i saw that you know you've went to a few countries to compete so could you 
go through that a little bit? Give us a little summary of like your uh, competition experience as an amateur. Yeah, so I was in the national team for about a year and a half to two years. But in Singapore, it's it's very difficult to be an athlete because um, there's a lot of uh, significance put on getting a well-paying job and, you know, following, um, following like what everybody else is doing and stuff like that. So um, even as an athlete, we were required to either be studying or working at the same time. So um, we didn't get, as a personally, we didn't get any funding. So, uh, and we would have national training only once a week. So most of the time I would train at Evolve and then we would meet once a week to do sparring. And so that was my, my amateur career in Singapore. So um, my coach was a professional coach with hardly any amateur background. I think he only had one fight. So I, I never really... Uh, was in a position where I learned the amateur style and professional boxing and amateur boxing are two entirely different sports. So I found like I was like learning Muay Thai and going to fight kickboxing, you know, and it was just really, really difficult to be a successful amateur because Singapore is such a small country, like we weren't, um, there are not many fighters around, there wasn't, there weren't like so many fights. There wasn't enough opportunities to gain experience. So whenever we did get sent overseas, it would be against people with so much more experience and a proper training camp and not having to work. And those are the struggles of, um, I guess, being a boxer in Singapore, that you always kind of have to have something to fall back on. So while I was doing that, I worked at Evolve as um, an assistant coach. So when I got better, they hired me and I taught classes and helped pets and basically just lived at the gym. So, yeah, um, I've been for three, three amateur tournaments. First one was in Manado, Indonesia. Second one was in, um, was in, both of them were in Bangkok. One was like kind of like Asian games and the second one was the third one was Thailand Open yeah so I uh, it was it was really it was an awesome experience actually because Singapore's really small our team's really small um, we're on our own most of the time um, and when I got when I went over there I had the opportunity to see like you know the best of the best from every country all coming together in one place it was just very inspiring and everyone like had their own system, their own program, their own like country's colours and it was just it was just really nice. You know, I really, really wanted that. But um I guess maybe the professional route would be better for me because um most of my coaches were um professionals and I think that style suits me better as well. And so that's why like, I decided to make the transition. When did you decide to go to Phuket? Because I know it seems like you've been going there for a long time or you've been out there for a while. Yeah, I was at... So um, when my coach left Evolve, I decided to venture out into Thailand. And so I started looking um, 
at different gyms and different coaches and I I went to Cha Chai Sasako's boxing gym in Bangkok. And that was where I met my second trainer. So initially I went there to train with Cha Chai himself. But uh, I met this trainer called Oledong and he was at Phuket Top Team at that time. And I met him in Bangkok because he was there training for his fight. So when I saw him hold pads for someone else, I was like, oh, I want to train with this guy. And so I got to know him and he was like, okay, come to come to Phuket and train with me at top team. Um, so I did that. I was like, packed my bags and I quit my job. I used all the money I saved and I, I went over to top team. And that's where I spent like a couple of months um, training with him. So I think he's my second significant coach. Um, yeah, I, it's because of them that I can speak Thai, because uh, Ole, Ole can't speak English, so someone had to learn how to communicate, so I learned Thai, and um, yeah, it's been pretty great. <laughs> he opened up his own gym um, further away in Kutu, but I met, um, I went to Tiger for sparring, and that's where I met Sam Baston, my current coach. And they offered me a sponsorship and support, and it was a great opportunity, so I took it. Yeah, when you think about Tiger, Tiger Muay Thai, you think about Muay Thai, you think about MMA, but people rarely think about it as a a boxing gym. But there are two very, very highly high level, highly skilled boxing coaches there. There's Johnny, and then there's Sam. Uh, you, like you said, you're with Sam. You're learning from him. Um, what clicked about him? What what made you want to switch over? Um, well, I I think at the beginning, the main reason why I wanted to switch over was because of the um, the quantity of people at Tiger. So at that point, I knew that you know you can hit the bag and you can hold, you can hit the pads, but Sparring is the thing that's going to really change your life, you know, having like high level partners to drill with and practice with. And that was really what made me improve. And so that was what I was looking for at the time that Ole decided to leave top team to open up his own gym. And so that's how I ended up sparring at Tiger. So initially I decided they gave me um, a month of a trial sponsorship. And I went over there and I did the classes, I did drills, and I saw the amount at, or the rate at which I was improving, and I made the decision to stay. Uh, yeah, so Sam, he does his best to help me, and he keeps me honest and accountable, and he's very detail-oriented, so that's kind of like how I am too, so I think we work very well together. Um, I hope that one day my boxing will be very beautiful and technical and so that's kind of the goal for me you know so when I met him um, we clicked pretty well and that's why I decided to work with him your pro debut how did you decide okay I'm gonna make my pro debut now this is the this is this a decision you made or it's like you and your coaches sat down and said should we do it or how did it happen okay like being turning pro has always been on the table but um the reason why I waited was because I wanted to go and represent Singapore for SEA Games last year. So SEA Games is Southeast Asian Games. Uh, 
So I joined the team. I had, that was the first goal for me in boxing. Uh, the reason why I wanted to do it was because it would have been a pretty big deal to my parents. And I wanted them to come and watch. And um, I wanted to show them that I could perform on an international stage and all that. But that didn't happen. So um, I decided that I wasn't going to wait another two years for the next TV. And I was like, all right, let, let's, just, let's just do it right now. Because, um, you know, no time's better than the present. <laughs> yeah. TFC. Yeah. In Phuket, you made your debut, um, unanimous decision to win. How did you think you performed in your first fight as a professional? Um, I think I did pretty okay. I mean, I had a, I had a good camp. I, so Sam's my boxing coach, and I also work with uh, Sean, who is the strength and conditioning head coach. Mm. And so both of them were rallying to help me prepare for this fight. Um. Like you said, like, people don't really, like, the boxing classes at Taiga are always packed. Or they've been packed for, like, ages. You have, like, 50, 60 people coming down for that one hour. And it's crazy, like, there's not enough space. <laughs> but, but, like, people don't really specifically come to Taiga for boxing. And um, it's a pretty individual, like, journey for me. Um, I... I think I, well, in Evolve, it was the same thing. There was a huge focus on MMA and Muay Thai and BJJ and not so much boxing. So I, I just find it funny that I always ended up in gyms like this, these, but um, I, I do my own stuff, you know, like I plan my own schedule, I show up for classes, I take responsibility for my own training. Um, yeah, I, I, I think like, it's the only way to do it, you know, to, to be successful in a gym that um, puts more focus on other disciplines. Yeah. So, but I love it. Like, I love, I love where I am now. I like the beach life. Sun's great. Um, people are great. Things are always changing. There's always movement. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good place to be. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think on Phuket, there's no other gym out there that's like tiger it's it's like world famous now you know you probably when you go there you it, you see famous people there all the time you know i've been there i think two or three times now and you always see somebody there someone's always training there you know some kind of like kickboxer or muay thai or boxer or mma fighter someone's there right yeah it's it's crazy like you you never know you know you could just like go to training one day and then Next thing you know, you're sparring of like some kind of mul multiple time world champion, and it's just um, the I guess the skill level is so high, and that's that's part of the reason why I like it, because um, when you see so many people like that, it inspires you to want to be better, and I'm always very hungry for improvement. So I really do believe that if you surround yourself with the best people, that's how you will. Uh, continuously grow and so right now Tiger is the place that I want to be and I'm very lucky to have this sponsorship from them and this opportunity you know like I really hope that um, with me and with Sam and with Johnny and maybe more people will come we'll be able to build the boxing program and that there'll be more 
high-level boxes that come through here and, you know, like something great can happen. And TFC is also growing in Phuket. And so everyone's growing together, you know. It's like, it's a new movement. I like it. <laughs> yeah, um, that that's, yeah, like you said, it's just it's just starting now. You know, the boxing side of, of the gym, you know, you got them representing in almost every, every other combat sport. You just need to put the boxing out there and, and you're the person to kind of do it for them you know it's it's in the, it's in the beginning stages now for you what's the plan now you you got your first fight out the way are you planning on do you have a fight coming up or do you plan on getting on a, a certain fight card in the future or what what is the plan for you um well the plan is also to build a base locally so after my pro debut i went home to speak with um a bunch of different promoters who were really supportive of me when I was an amateur. You know, so there's um, Arvin who works at, who owns Juggernaut Fight Club. And he was one of the people who came and spoke to me as an amateur and told me that um, he believed in my ability as a pro and that I might be able to make be successful as one, you know. And so... He was one of the people that I wanted to go back to speak to the moment I turned pro because I think it's very sincere. Well, I believe in sincerity and loyalty, and I that's what I wanted to do. So there's in Singapore, um, the professional scene is also kind of making its debut. I mean, it's been around for a few years and um, it's growing. I guess we speak like more and more people are turning pro. Um, but it's 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 still at its beginning stages, you know, and so just very like um, grateful to be able to be a part of its growth because um, like there's another promoter, his name is Willet. He owns Fight Promotion in Singapore. He um, has been responsible for many many um, different kinds of events. Like he calls it KBX, which stands for so he has like boxing, he has Muay Thai, and then he mixes it up sometimes, changes the venue. So like these people, like they've given us opportunities to fight, you know, and before, a few years ago, there were like very few opportunities to compete at all. And so, um, yeah, like as a Singaporean, like I also hope to go back to get some local support, help the scene in Singapore to grow and hopefully be an inspiration to people who also want to fight and compete and um we'll just see how it goes from there yeah definitely that sounds like a great plan for yourself uh but do you want do you, are you going to try to do some muay thai or some mma or are you just going to focus on the boxing i mean growing up in a muay thai environment i watch all these people do all these kicks and knees and sometimes you get really itchy but i think i'll stick to boxing i mean <laughs> Like, for me, like, a holiday would be taking a break from boxing and going to do some Muay Thai for fun, something like that. So I just do it as and when, just for fun. But um, my main focus is boxing. Like, I like it so much because I think it's so difficult. Like, you only have your hands, and people think that your hands are important, but that's that's just half of it. The way your feet move, the way your head moves, like your body movement, your balance, your posture, those things are 
also important. And I mean, there's just so much to boxing. It's it's like, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I will have so many new things to learn every day. Like the more I grow and the better I become. And I'm always learning, you know. And so I, I really hope to be able to fight beautifully one day. Um, that's the ultimate goal, to be the best fighter I can be. And if I happen to be um, high-ranking or whatever, that's just a plus, you know. Like I, I just really want to be, um, like, I want to be good. Like I want to be able to stand up for myself and earn respect and be a good sparring partner. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what makes me happy.